This is Proper Villain Gaming. About a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow if it's being on a billboard From the moment I said Charlie Tuna rockin' under the multicolored lighting and concert at the Fillmore I'd kill four punks and B-girls, never gonna matter I'll be spittin' like a water cannon, making waves in Menorca I recommend a parka, you'll be feelin' like you're in the front row at SeaWorld Gonna hike it till I make it, it's a good call Take it on my gun, I smack it like a football Like a running back, like I'm under the gun but I'm never gonna crack Never could fall, it's like I'm Arnold I'm skinny but I'm pickin' up a barbell fine Gonna make it put him a pen to the paper, pop out a novel in a minute like I'm R.L. Stein Gotta try cause I got a fool's chance Grab the mic at a middle school dance Take it from the DJ and rap until the pull the plug about me to stop it or until I get pants Fuck it, they can pull the plug I'm gonna kick an acapella Duckers in my ankles And I tell them what I'm feeling Even if nobody's listening I yell it to the ceiling And I celebrate the fact That I'm alive and I'm breathing And now your host Chuck U. Farley Hey Chuck U. Farley Welcome to Proper Villains Gaming We're gonna talk about What I like to do Which is gaming And other things I mean this is really just A place for me to vent In an open format And uh, probably, no guarantees, I'll probably have someone else hosting the show with me at some point, but I, I just felt like I didn't go ahead, I went out and bought a really nice mic, this is a nice mic, I hear really clear, matter of fact, my chair is squeaking, you hear it really clearly, I, I'm snapping in the background, you can hear it really clearly, there's probably a cat breathing behind me outside in the world, probably in China, you can hear it, because it's a really nice microphone, but then I didn't do anything, I bought the mic, I was ready to go, I had been doing podcasts with this junk, and I just got tired of it, and then... I was like, oh, man, I, I don't want to keep cleaning all this audio. It takes me four hours to make an hour podcast. And then I was like, and that's not even posting and post-editing. It's just cleaning the shit up. It was getting annoying. So um, so what this is is me making myself do something. And some people might be like, well, why aren't you using your, your Riff Runners or your Rum Heroes? Well, Riff Runners, first off, got its doors closed because it was a very specific genre show. And two, I stopped playing Rift actually a few episodes in. And I have not gone back because... Because though I have a lot of friends that still play Rift, that, you know, I, I talk to a lot, I just, I'm not seeing anything exciting that makes me want to go back. And uh, that's pretty much where I am. Um, it's not a bad game, just, it's just, it's, it's stagnated for me, and I just, I couldn't keep going. Um, so now, this, this show will be about whatever I'm playing at the time, and the interest I still have. Like, I still have a lot of interest in Rift, I just don't play. Um, I have a lot of interest, and I'm playing Star Wars. Um, I have a little interest in WoW, not a lot. I don't have, I don't play, I won't play anymore. Six Point Talent Trees were the, the bullet through my heart. And, um, and yeah, console stuff, if I get around to that. Um, what my kid's playing. Actually, I'm gonna try and have him on the show. Though, you know, I, I curse a lot, I'm kind of vulgar, but A, he's used to it, but B, it's it's never anything just too over the top. The reason I would is because he does a lot of first-person shooters, and, and he's really into the what's hot now kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, other things, board games. I'm a big board game collector, and I decided if I made a gaming show, it would still encompass board gaming. Um, so I'll, I'll probably talk about that a little bit. So that's what the show is. Um, but first, uh, let's get right into uh, a couple of things. One, I don't have any sponsors, but I do want to mention two people I use a lot, which are, um, one, completely free Guild Portal. I like Guild Portal. Guild Portal will give you the tools to design your guild page, even if you're 
an idiot and can't design web pages. And I tell you this from the standpoint of an idiot who can't design guild pages. So they even have support. You can you can contact them and they'll they'll get on there and be like, hey, yeah, you uh, you need help doing that. And I'm like, yes, because I can only speak in single syllables. And they're like, uh, I this is an email. I can't actually hear you doing that, but okay. Uh, so <laughs> they they get to you. They they help you out. It's, it's very useful and they're they're very upfront and friendly. Also, the second thing I want to talk about is I talk about it a lot. They're not a Spencer a sponsor. Spencer. They're not Spencers. You can't go get cool sex toys and weird T-shirts from them. But um, you, <laughs> they're not a sponsor. But this guy has always been uh, the the company. The guys that run this company have always been the best to me because all I am is a customer to them. And every time something happens, I'm going to tell you who they are in a minute. Um, they get right to me, and the problem's fixed within the day. I have used Ventrilo, TeamSpeak. I use Roger Wilco. That's how old school I am. Um, I have used everything that you can use as a voice IP. Now I prefer Mumble. But then I ran into a problem that there are a bunch of fly-by-night, I don't pay attention to what the hell goes on here, I don't maintain these servers, and I charge you a ridiculous price for a much lower bandwidth. Well, I ran into these guys at commandchannel.com. They run a stellar ship. They, I have had no, zero problems. Sorry, we had some small technical difficulties. I began choking. Um, so, what I was saying before. Command Channel, zero, no problems. There was never an issue that they did not solve within moments, and issues are few and far between. Longest I've waited for them to fix something was about three hours, and that was their entire service shut down because of the servers they rent. Um, I don't know if they were hacked or something happened, but the entire building shut down within a couple of hours. They found a new service to put us up in temporarily, and then in the middle of the night, move us back over. No harm, no foul on our end. We we got a notice that our servers were going to come down for two seconds. Uh, when they switched us back, that was it. So these guys are stellar on top of things. They, they are always up front, ready to help you, and you hear from them within with a reasonable amount of time. So I love Command Channel. I cannot say enough about their service. Mumble, I love, but Command Channel is really what makes Mumble great for me. Um, Alright, so what else do we want to talk about? Uh, well, let, let, let me start with Star Wars. Uh, oh, well, you know what? Let's talk about why I'm not using Riff Runners and Rum Heroes. Uh, so, the, the good news is, Riff Runners was so successful that I really should have put advertising on it, but I had two point something million hits on Riff Runners. And because Rift Runners and Rum Heroes were linked together, GoDaddy wanted to charge me uh, a higher price to renew them this year. And though it's it's a business, I mean, I, I get that. I, I had a, a ton of hits, so I need to have um, you know a ton of money to pay for those hits. I should have seen it coming. I didn't. I wanted to have you know like cool hip names to to you know, have these things go to. I'm, I'm pretty much going to keep this exactly what it is. It'll be proper villains at blogspot.com because it's free and it won't change and I won't have to worry about, you know, linking the IP or, or moving the DNS or whatever. I don't know. I don't do internet stuff real well. So I, I just fake it and hope I get lucky most of the time. Anyways, I won't have to change anything. It'll stay free forever. Um, so... That's pretty much what I want to do, and it's therapeutic. I like to do the podcast. I shit, I went out and spent I spent a buttload of money on a new mic, and then I never used it. <laughs> so it was time. It was time. So <clears throat> oh, there we go. The technical difficulty again. Where I start choking. Um, 
let's talk about what I'm, you know, what I'm playing right now. Now, right now, uh, I put all of my effort and attention, gaming-wise, you know, not real life. Like, I can get up, I breathe, and my wife still loves me. Um, <laughs> I am playing Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Um, there's some things I'd like to see change in it, but there's something on the very first show I want to talk about that happened, that happens so much in gaming, and uh, it's, it's, it's called fam, fanboy knee-jerk responsivism, I guess. I made that up. So, so what? this is how it works. Um, there's a vocal community of people, and they're on the forums, and they say, Grr, grr, we want the video game you owed us, you promised us it would be out, grr, 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 we'll hate you, we won't buy your stuff, I'm boycotting your, your label, whatever. They make a lot of weird threats, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go love my mother and play in the sunshine if you don't give me a video game, you know, I, I don't know, um... <laughs> I don't know what they think is going to come with the threats they make. But they make a lot of weird threats. They're really angry. And then um, some publishers, like EA, have knee-jerk responses. Now, BioWare continued to say the game wasn't ready and was trying to get the game date, release date moved back so to March so that it would be ready for launch. Now, retrospectively... Oh, there's a wow! You know, I'm I'm watching these sound bites as I I'm doing this. I'm sorry to interrupt my story with this, but that long breath is just so loud. Oh, I'm kind of excited to go back and hear it, but it's so loud that <laughs> the sigh filled the screen. And you know, I, I don't know if that's a sigh or a, or a low roar at that point. But anyways, moving on. So uh, they they're like, hey, we want to want to push the date back, and EA's executives like, what would it take? I'm using sleazy. CEO boys here. <clears throat> what would it take for you to release the game on time? And I'm assuming at that point the developer was like, Bioware's rep was like, uh, I don't know, like $300 million? <laughs> and he's like, I'll have the money to you tomorrow. And the guy's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And he leaves because He's like, shit, I don't know, man. I guess we're going to try and get it out. So even with... Well, I don't know how much money it was, by the way. I'm just using it as a rough estimate because it sounds big and CEO-ish. Um, they put out the money, right? Bioware went ahead and put out the game. But even with that infusion of money, it it wasn't quite ready yet. And, and they knew that, so they were going to have to release a later patch. Which brought us to Bitching Fanboy Season 2. So they're like, oh, there's not enough content at the end of the game. And they're, okay, first off, let me say, there are two fucking raids at the end of the game. And they scale in difficulty because they have three separate settings. Normal, hard, and fuck it, you better bring eight more people nightmare mode. So you go 16, 16 people raid, which is general normal raiding in most games, but 16 man raid to go in and do this thing with, you know, that would normally be, you know, uh, eight people. And they're like, there's not enough, and... Fuck, if you weren't playing this like a fiend, you were playing it like a normal person, there'd be plenty of content. It took, it took me, you know, reading the storyline, feeling stuff out, it took me about a month and a half to make 50. I didn't play that intensively, I didn't, you know, give up my job and start playing Star Wars and start running the trade market, because I did know a guy that did that, and... And, you know, he's a sad human being, and I wish him the best when he's released. So, in the end, though, he uh, he's like, I can't get the game, well, with the rep from Bioware's like, I can't get the game where I want it to be right now. I have to release it right now. What do I do? And he decided, well, we're going to put out a big content patch we're going to tell everybody about up front. So, they do that. 
And this is what comes of that content patch. Now, the content patch got pushed back to April. I know, everyone was very upset, because it should have been here in March, since that's what he wanted. But let us continue, I want the product finished, not early. Um, so they, they come there like, well, let's go ahead and get that out, we'll take, you know, the, the parts we have together now, we'll put them out now, and release this in March, and they're like, well, it's not ready in March, release this 1.1.5, and... That's, I probably said that wrong, I think it's like 1.5. Now that I think about it. But anyways, we'll call it 1.1.5 because I found it amusing. So, they're like, well, we're going to put out this 1.15 patch and this little micro patch and then we're going to introduce the big chunk of stuff we haven't gotten done yet and we're going to do that in April. And the fanboys roared again. But, given, there are a lot of things like I do not like the way Biochem is designed as a trade skill. It is difficult. It is sporadic. You get so many different materials that you don't need for some things, and the leveling on it is staggered, and then item development is staggered so much that it is the most difficult trade skill. And I don't want things to be easier, but the way it's set up doesn't make any sense. I Literally, to be efficient at biochem, I actually have a second bioanalysis guy who harvests bioanalysis mats so that I can have enough to make bioanalysis kits. Like, the med packs, I'll take... This is what's weird about it. Uh, the med packs, the last med pack you can make, all take level 5 crafting mats. To give you an idea, the the very final set of crafting mats, level 50 stuff, is generally grade 6. The grade 5 crafting materials are so difficult and sporadic to get exactly what you need that they are the most expensive materials on the market. That is ridiculous. Not the top, not the top mats that make the best stuff. No, the top mats don't make the best stuff. They make some of the best stuff. The grade five mats make the best stuff, and people are going crazy because that's the stuff they need. So that's one of those things I think it could be, you know, reworked and looked at a little bit close, more closely. Otherwise, I look, I fucking love this game. I think my only other complaint are the giant Cadillac-sized speeders that people use to grief other players by covering NPCs or mailboxes or. I mean, this thing's so big, it can cover a cargo hold. <clears throat> you two people stacking up together with them, and there, it's really difficult to target anything that these guys are stacked up on. And they do it on purpose. Um, but I love it. You know, I'll even go one better. I love so much the fact that I'm not a big sports guy. I'm not. I don't like sports video games mostly either. However, I do like sports-based fantasy games. And one of them, for instance, Hutball... I find terribly exciting. I love Hutball. Um, Hutball is goal-oriented. You have to move as a team. The, the more teamwork you get, the better you can do. More importantly, three guys. I see this all the time. It's called three-man pass. Okay, Guy on the bottom floor is the last guy to move in position. So the guy that runs the ball is the last guy in position. There's a guy up on the first catwalk. If you've never played this, just, just imagine um, just imagine that you're at the 50-yard line of a football field. Okay? There's a guy at the 25, and then there's a guy at the end zone, the touchdown. If you're not familiar with football, it's where the, you run across the line, and then a guy does a dance and tosses a ball into the dirt and gets fined. So, this is what happens. The guy grabs the ball at the 50-yard line, but doesn't run. He immediately hits a... I don't know why I keep smacking that little bowl of cereal sitting on the desk, and I keep smacking it, and I keep knocking the spoon around. It's crazy. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so, he's got a, a ball at the 50-yard line. He picks the ball up because he's the last guy to move. The first guy to get into place is the guy in the end zone. Then the guy at 25, which is actually up on a raised catwalk. That's why he can't 
actually throw the ball to the guy in the end zone. He needs a middleman because he can't get a direct line of sight to the guy at the end. Okay? So here's how it works. This guy runs a couple of feet with the ball, stops, throws the ball up to the guy at 25. Guy at 25 runs a couple of feet, stops, throws the ball to the guy at the end zone. Now, this guy, this, this, I don't know what this, this guy is, but this guy has now only got to make it maybe a couple of feet with the ball and tends to be cloaked so no one has been in the end zone waiting for him. Now, the three-man pass, though that description is long, happens within five seconds. Five seconds. So it's like five, four, three, two, one, touchdown. The ball spawned. Five-second touchdown. This is a great game. And this this technique is defeatable. All you have to do is remove the guy in the 25, and the guy with the ball has to get to the guy in the end zone. If you can find the guy in the end zone, it screws this system up. So, <clears throat> it's defeatable, but three guys playing in coordination together can be a, a tiebreaker. Now, they're eight-man teams. That's almost half your team. But really, less than half your team can play together as a team and start dominating a game. It is a great game. I, I love Hutball. And that's one of the things in Star Wars that I don't think gets enough credit. There are all these things in this game that are really well planned out and original. And in the end, they're all like, well, you stole this idea, you stole that idea. Let's be real, people. We're still on the toolbar clicking thing that originated in freaking EverQuest and Ultima. Everyone's been stealing ideas the entire time. The idea is, can you make this so much better that it counts? Rift did it. WoW did it. Um, EverQuest 2 did it. You know, let's, let's be fair. So many games have done this so well. Who cares? Who cares if you're stealing ideas? As long as you're making an original experience, I, I don't care. I'll buy your game. Um, and I don't feel like you stole money from XYZ, and I don't really think if, I mean, if they care that much, make your idea better, you know? Because if they steal directly, you can sue them, okay? But if they steal your, your, the way your buttons work and your timers count down, nobody gives a crap about that, okay? That's, that's just a tiny mechanic. You give someone an original experience like playing Star Wars in a universe where you get to be a part of a story that hasn't actually developed in any of the of the extended universe, because I'm a big Star Wars nerd, that that you get to be an influential part of the universe. And, hey, we live in the era where comic books have multiple alternate universes. You don't know this turns out to be an alternate universe for Star Wars. I'm, and I don't either, so who cares? Um, <coughs> while I'm thinking about it, and choking, uh, I, I got one more complaint. Oteg. Now, if you don't know who Oteg is, he is the same race as Yoda. And he sounds like Winnie the Pooh. And I'm sorry that, that sounds horrible, but he does. And every time someone says that to me, I immediately hear Oteg saying, Oh, bother. And it's... it's it, it, Once you hear him speak, it's going to be hard for you to forget that he sounds like Winnie the Pooh. Um, so that's it, man. I, that's, that's my Star Wars take. Um, I'm not going to talk about any of the other games because I'm really not playing them and I'm trying to stay away from Diablo news because I don't want to get myself pumped up for it and then for it to suck um, vis-a-vis... Well, you know, I'm not going to say anything. However, Mass Effect 3, can't wait to play it. However, the, the, on the other side of that coin... I won't say however again. On the other side of that coin, I'm hearing a lot of, of bad stuff. <laughs> not about the gameplay itself, about how the game goes down. That's it. Um, 
So, uh, that's, I guess that's pretty much it for that. Um, I want to talk about this board game, uh, because I want to make, you know, I want to introduce not just video games, but board gaming is a fun way to get people, like, you know, not everybody likes to play in D&D. Now, I don't like to play board games, to be fair, but board games are easier to teach people to play, and then the rules are simple and repetitive, and if you can get, like, um, <clears throat> a good example is a dungeon tile game, like this game we'll talk about, Dungeon Run, I'm going to leave a link up when I post the show, uh, where you can look at Dungeon Run and order it into the manufacturer of Dungeon Run. But uh, also available on Amazon, just so you know. Uh, that's where I got mine. So Dungeon Run is this really great dungeon tile game. And um, another popular card game that me and my friends, even my wife likes to play, is called Munchkin. Now, Munchkin is this game where you uh, you build up these really ridiculous cards and powers and, and weapons, and then you try to be the first one to level 10 by helping your friends, and at the last second, stabbing them in the back and stealing all the crap from them. Dungeon Run plays a lot like that. Um, you're all in this dungeon to find this treasure, but once one of you gets the treasure, um, the rest of you start trying to kill him so that you're the one that escapes the dungeon with the treasure. First one out with the treasure wins. Treasure gives you some sort of power, and <clears throat> no two games are the same. It is a really exciting and fun game. I thoroughly enjoy this game. I cannot tell you enough how much I, I think this game is just a ton of fun. And it's made by the guys that produce Summoner Wars, who have subsequently released tons of expansions, so I'm, I'm kind of excited for their chance to be an expansion for this. Um, another board game I'm really, really big into that has a bunch of expansions is Talisman. Talisman, though, is very expensive. Once you start buying expansions for this, it gets... It, wow. It, it's a lot of money fast. Um, and it takes like five hours to play, so that's another reason Dungeon Run is nice. Board game, long game is maybe, maybe, a long game, like stretching it out, two hours. Regular game, looking between an hour, maybe hour and 15 minutes. Um, so that's it, man, I, I really love that game, and I really think you guys should check it out. Uh, let's see, also, uh, I, uh, I have a friend in Vervani, and, uh, <clears throat> me and Ra talk a lot about games, he's, he's talking about this game, uh, this role-playing game that he, I'm going to go check out soon, called Pathfinder. It's uh, a lot more old-school D&D, so I don't know, I'm kind of interested in checking that out. Uh, but yeah, I love gaming, all, all forms of gaming. Uh, just It's one of my favorite things. So, that's it, man. Uh, I'm just, what, 30 minutes into this? I'll probably make the shows longer later on, but I had to do something and put it out, or it was never going to get done. So, that's it, man. Uh, it's Chuck U. Farley, Thank you for listening to Proper Villains. Oh, wait, um, before I forget, there's going to be a way to contact the show. But as of this recording, I don't know. When I post it, it'll be in the notes. It'll probably be some email that you can contact the show, and I'll link it to my tablet somehow, so it'll tell me when you guys write. And, uh, yeah, then, you know, just whatever you want to do. But really, I'm not going to advertise this anywhere. I'm just going to hand out word of mouth, pass it around, mention it to people while I, while I game. Hopefully... It gets passed around a little bit, and people listen to it. If not, eh, whatever. I'm really not doing it to become famous. However, if I get 2.5 million hits on something again, I probably want to put some advertising on it. All right, well, that's it. This has been Proper Villain Gaming. That's me smacking the desk next to the bowl again. I am Chuck U. Farley, and thank you for gaming. Fuck-fuck-fuck-fucking MC name I don't need a goddamn MC name I got nothing to hide You got something to say George Watsky doesn't need a fucking MC name
fuck, 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 fucking MC name. I don't need a goddamn MC name. I got nothing to hide. You got something to say? George Wonski doesn't need a fucking MC name. What's in a name, man? Flow comes first. I'm never gonna curse. That I get the worst when I roam the earth. It's a ridiculous coincidence that shows my worth. You know, my parents went and chose my MC name at birth. I don't need a